0: Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Russ Gordon speaking to you on this audio version of the message for Sunday. So glad that you could be with us. If you're hearing some ambient noise as we record this, it's because I am recording this on Monday, uh, January the 9th, and it is windy and rainy outside. It is really something. I'm sure uh, you know that, and I sure hope that all of you are doing well and are safe and sound. snug in your homes. Uh, I am the interim pastor now at Bethel Lutheran Church in Templeton. For those of you who don't know me, I was there as interim pastor prior to Pastor Amy being there uh, about 11 and a half years ago, and uh, so glad to be back with you. I have such fondness for everyone at Bethel and looking forward to uh, serving you and being with you uh, in the time that it takes to call a new pastor to Bethel. Uh, Today is the Baptism of Our Lord Sunday, January the 8th is what I'm referring to, and I guess it's fitting that it's pouring down rain outside. But let me read from Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17, where Matthew records the baptism of Jesus in this way. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me?" But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, yes, what a deluge of rain we've been having lately. Uh, We certainly have needed it, that's for sure, but maybe not all at once. Uh, I'm sure you can still hear the wind and rain uh, out there. Our hills are now beautifully green though, and the lakes and groundwater are filling, and we have right now ample snowpack, and my garden is happy. But such a large amount of rain in a relatively short time has come as a cost and we pray for those who have been adversely affected by these storms. And again, I hope that you are safe and sound in your homes. Those in the know, we call call these storms, I guess, atmospheric rivers. Uh, We don't hear that term very often. And maybe you've heard this also on the news, a piece of information that stunned me for a moment that there is, are you ready for this, more fresh water up in the sky in an atmospheric river event than there is in the Amazon, the largest freshwater river on earth. In other words, we have the Amazon flowing right over us as I speak. Now, it took me a moment to realize that this actually makes sense, especially after the stalage that we've been having. This morning, you and I are invited to be inundated with another atmospheric river, a divine one, our baptism into Christ. In our baptism through ordinary water, combined with the promise that comes from above, you and I are born into the family of God. And as you and I are beginning a new era in the life of Bethel Lutheran, there just may be a word from God to help us, to guide us on this onset of our journey together. In our Gospel reading, Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist. Just a few weeks ago, we celebrated Jesus' birth, and now here he is, 30 years of age already. I've always been curious about what Jesus did as a child or as a budding adult, but we don't have reliable information of Jesus' younger years. But why was Jesus baptized in the first place? Jesus didn't need forgiveness, as he was the only perfect person to walk on this planet. This is what I believe. First of all, that God wanted Jesus to know down in the depths of his mind and heart and soul, down to his very being, who he was. What did that voice say? This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Now, wait a minute. Think about it. Jesus hadn't done anything yet, right? As far as we know, no miracles, no teaching. And yet, the voice from above from the atmosphere, wanted Jesus to know, to the very depths of his being, how precious and beloved he was. I believe Jesus carried that heavenly voice throughout his ministry. He heard that voice again and again and again throughout his life, that he was beloved of God, and it kept him going through all the challenging circumstances to come, even to the cross. It compelled him and propelled him forward with confidence because he knew who he was. And secondly, not only did Jesus realize that his baptism who he was, but I believe he came to understand why he was here, his mission, his purpose. Jesus' baptism was the foundation, the launch pad for all that he was called to do. From his baptism, Jesus was able to leave behind all that was familiar and begin his new life, his calling, to show the way of God to the world the way of compassion, and kindness, and inclusion, and welcome, and patience, and forgiveness, and healing, and love. Today we begin a new time together. We thank God for the loving ministry of Pastor Amy. I was the interim pastor, as I mentioned, just prior to her coming, and when I left, I was so pleased to know that you are now being led and cared for by such a gifted and genuine person. She will be missed. And yet God is not finished with Bethel yet, And whatever challenges and changes you may be going through in your individual lives, God is not finished with you yet either. This atmospheric river of love may be just what you need at this moment in your life. So what I read in today's Word from God is this. What compels us and propels us forward is the awareness and the confidence of another type of atmospheric river, a divine one born of water and the Spirit. What are the gifts of our baptism into Christ for our individual lives and for our life together? Well, first, yes, Jesus did not need forgiveness, but you and I do. Because sometimes you and I can be rather unlovable and downright ornery. Over Christmas, Jeannie and I visited our son Chris and his wife Jessica and our two-year-old grandson Elliot in Virginia. And yes, I have pictures of Elliot that I'm sure you are dying to see. Anyway, we were reminiscing about the dogs we had when the boys were growing up, including Rocky, a purebred beagle, the cutest thing you ever saw, tail wagging, a perpetual smile on his face, lots of energy. But as we soon learned, looks can be deceiving. Rocky dug holes in the yard. When we were not home, he would bother the neighbors with his loud baying hound howl. He was an amazing escape artist. You opened the front door, and out he dashed, chasing a neighbor cat up a tree. At night, Rocky would open the drawer to the garbage can, and we awoke to find the leftovers strewn all over the kitchen floor. Nevertheless, we loved that dog. Chris remembered one Christmas morning, we were having breakfast, and from the dining room table, I noticed the Christmas tree swaying. Rocky was under the tree. I might have been too harsh when I yelled out, Rocky! And of course, Rocky came dashing out, tangled in several strings of lights, and down came the entire tree with a crash. We tried to bring the tree back to its former glory, but it didn't look quite the same with branches broken and lights askew. So after breakfast, we took down the tree, cut it up, and had it on the sidewalk for pickup by the garbage company by noon on Christmas Day. As with Rocky, so with us, we may be awfully cute on the outside, but looks can be deceiving. We can get into all kinds of trouble, no matter what day of the year it is. We cause trouble both as individuals and collectively as humanity. Greed, conspicuous consumption, exploitation, misogyny, racism. The evidence of our sin is there for everyone to see, like strewn garbage all over the kitchen floor. We hurt one another. We say and do things we shouldn't. We fail to say and do the things that we should. We need the forgiveness of God, a chance to start anew. In baptismal waters, forgiveness is an absolute, free, and forever gift. A number of years ago, I baptized a young boy, about six months of age. And as I poured water over his head, the little boy's sister, who was about four years of age, edged up to the baptismal font and whispered to me, now don't forget to wash behind his ears too, Pastor. <laughs> you and I may need a good washing behind the ears all the way down to the depths of our heart. Isaiah 1.18 says, Though your sins as scarlet be, they shall be white as snow. In baptism we are forgiven and made new. Forgiveness is being able to start afresh. Another gift of our baptism into Christ is, like Jesus, the water of baptism reminds us of who we are, beloved, precious children of God. First John 3.1 says, See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called the children of God, and that is what we are. Martin Luther, on the subject of baptism, wrote, Before I knew anything about it, before I could consciously respond God loved me with all the love expressed on the cross. I'm sure you remember all of my sermons when I was your interim pastor. One of my regular themes was how important it is for parents and grandparents and guardians to plant in their child how precious and beloved they are. You can't say it enough. Well, maybe you can, (laughs) but saying it again and again is far better than not saying it at all. This can be done in person, over the phone, through written correspondence. When a child knows how loved they are, believe me, that knowledge can carry them through the rest of their life and help them face any obstacle. As a marriage and family counselor, one of the common themes of a troubled client who comes to see me is that somewhere along the line, usually early in their life, the love with which they were raised came with conditions. A love that was dependent on how good they were and how well they performed or their appearance. Even worse, if they did perform well, and it wasn't good enough to earn the love of the parents that stays with the child for a long time. With God, there are no conditions. You and I are precious in God's sight, and we parents, grandparents, guardians are to be an example of that love with which we have been loved. The gifts of baptism are forgiveness and knowing who we are as beloved children of God. And finally, like Jesus, The baptismal waters remind us of why we are here. In our baptism, we learn our calling. Born into God's family, we take on a larger purpose. And that is why I am so pleased to be back with you good people of Bethel once again, because you know this. Pastor Amy has taught you so well that the church is a whole lot more than the pastor. (laughs) Thank goodness. Every member is a minister, and every minister has a mission. It is a calling that goes beyond social status and race and creed, gender, or whether one is a Republican or Democrat, progressive or conservative. In our Acts reading, Peter reminds us that God shows no partiality. We see each other and every person as equally valued and respected in the eyes of God. Together, this loving community called Bethel Lutheran is not just interested in our little corner of Old County Road, but we know our calling is to be out in the world. You are a part of ECHO, the El Camino Homeless Organization. You have assisted Iglesia Luterana in Santa Maria as they work with those who have so little. And I love being here because you know that in here, in the sanctuary is the word of love, but out there in the world is the word made flesh. In here is the meal, out there is the mission. In here we are fed. Out there, we offer the food for life. In here is friendship and fellowship of one another. Out there, we are propelled to walk in the footsteps of Christ. Why? Because each of us bears that cruciform mark of our baptism on our foreheads and in our hearts. I love the story that Flannery O'Connor tells about a little girl who frequently visited a convent. She befriended one particular nun, They would read the Bible stories together. They would wash and mend clothes for the poor. They would cook meals for them and for the sisters. The nun and the little girl grew close, and when it came time to leave each day, the nun would always give that little girl a great big hug. The little girl would then run home as fast as she could, look in the mirror, and she would see an imprint on her cheek left by the nun's cross after that hug. Jesus didn't need to be baptized but he was to show us the way of God. Our baptismal gifts are the forever forgiveness of God. It is knowing how beloved we are by God unconditionally. Our baptism calls us and empowers us to be like Christ in the world. I pray that you stay safe and dry in this storm, and may it remind us somehow of our baptism into Christ, a divine atmospheric river of love. Amen.